morning, friends, and welcome to St. Matthew's today. Uh, we begin by singing together a, a song that has stood the test of time, written by Charles Wesley back in the 1700s. Shall we stand and sing, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise? Please take a seat. 
Uh, today, so today is going to be full of song. We'll have a chance to sing together again a couple of times, but we'll also hear a number of musical items from our music team. Uh, good morning and welcome again. A warm welcome to you both uh, here in the building and those of you who are joining us online, especially to those of you who may not have been with us before. Uh, my name is Andrew Graham. I'm one of the ministers here. Really good to have you with us. Today, as I said, is a, a day which will feature song. We're calling this in the middle of our Stories of Grace series, Songs of Grace. That's, that's what we're focusing on. The, um, the topic of the sermon will be, why sing in church? Why do we sing in church? On a weekend when there's a lot of music around Manly with the Jazz Festival, that will be our focus this morning. They won't all be songs of joy, though, because we don't always feel joyful, do we? But some of the best songs we sing are sad songs. Uh, so one of our two Bible readings will be a lament uh, from Psalm 13, uh, followed by a hymn which is much more muted in its tone. And we've also got the chance to bring our concerns to God in, in prayer. Uh, Trish will be leading us in prayer. And I invite you to join me in praying this prayer of preparation for the rest of our time together this morning. Shall we pray? Do we have the prayer of preparation there, Vicky? Can you see it? I'll lead us in this prayer. Well done. Okay, thank you. Let's pray together. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, Trish. Morning, everyone. Let's pray. Father, you are worthy of our praise and glory, for you created and sustain all things. In Manly, we constantly are surrounded by your glory, but so often we get caught up in our own ways. Forgive us for our selfish desires and for not trusting you. Thank you that you have given us your son, Jesus, whose death and resurrection on the cross has enabled us to be forgiven and restored. During this last week, so many of us have joined with the millions around the world to give thanks and mourn the life of the late Queen Elizabeth II. Father, we thank you for her great faith in you and for her devotion and life of loving service to all peoples under her reign. We thank you that in her life and in death, she chose to point towards you, giving a powerful example of obedience and trust in your promises made to your people. Father, be with her family in their time of mourning and particularly for Charles III as he ascends to rule. Fill him with your strength and spirit. May he seek your face every day and walk in your ways. Dear Lord, we bring before you our own Year 12 students, Evan, Ellen, Shaley, Jess, Anna, Kendra, Alina, Mercy, Taylor, Tessa, Ollie, Peter, Sam, Tom and Luke. Father, we give thanks and praise that they have come to know you and put their trust in you. Please be with them in this transition stage of life. Keep them close to you as they say goodbye to their friends, teachers and schools and settle down to prepare for their exams. Continue to guide them in all of their lives as they make decisions for their future. And for our own friends from the 8am who are unable to meet with us, Theo Smith, Robert and Ruth Ross, Pat Irving, Liz Gilham, Norma Odlam, Jen and Ross Mattox, Basil and Edie South and Dorothy Hales, we place them into your loving care and kindness. May your spirit be comforting and close to each one of them. Lord, as we look to the week ahead of us, let us all make decisions that bring glory and honour to you. Let us help each other to walk humbly with you every day, seeking your wisdom and sharing your love with all we meet. Amen. And we're now going to say the Lord's Prayer together.
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin us against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. This morning's first Bible reading is from the book of Psalms, Psalm 13. It's on page 541 in the Church Bibles, if you'd like to get those out. How long, Lord? Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Uh, if you'd like to all stand now for, for our second hymn, Yezu, Lover of My Soul.
Take your seats. Long exile from Babylon's throne. 
Our second reading this morning also comes from Psalms. This is on page 596. I'll be reading Psalm 98. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvellous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. weekend when Manly is full of jazz music and when St Matthew's is full of song through today's traditional music this morning, uh, some gospel jazz music through the rest of the day, we're going to just step back from hearing the music and singing together to, to ask why we sing in church. Why do we sing in church? And just as we get underway, we're going to watch a little clip. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the Dostoevsky uh, Choir. Uh, they're neither jazz musicians nor church singers. They call themselves the leading genuine fake Russian men's choir in the Southern Hemisphere. And they come from Malambimbi, or as they like to say, Malingrad. So we'll just hear them for a moment. We just get to sing a lot. Oh, my family loves it. 
have a go and be together and know that everyone else is going to be there as well. Something we just need to happen now every week and regardless of what else is going on, it's really important to just keep doing that. It's pretty unexpected that there will be something so amazing and the fact that people love it as well is really quite remarkable. going didn't you they are very good it's worth checking them out on YouTube it'd be great to see them live I'm sure and it's clear why they sing they just love getting together and singing they love getting hold of that beautiful tradition that comes out of some of that older Russian music and, and, and of the great men's choirs there they they just love singing itself and making that beautiful sound together and it's more than fun as you listen to that uh, further through the clip. Some of, these, some of these guys, they just find this is a great outlet for them. Uh, it's, it, it's a way of getting outside of themselves and standing with others. But to have people singing like that is rare these days. I know a number of you are a part of choirs, uh, which is a fantastic thing. And there are a few choirs around the place. And there's been a bit of a, a revival through uh, a, a cappella um, uh, singing groups and so on, but they are the rarity. And, and in a weekend when Manly is full of music, there's not that much singing. I mean, there's performers singing and there are people who are listening, but there's a lot more listening than singing. I reckon there's probably more singing going to take place here at St Matthew's today than along the whole of the Corso and the beachfront over this whole weekend. And, and we're not just here for a special weekend, we're here every Sunday. And so are the other churches that are here locally, and we sing, we sing. But why, why do we sing in church? Why do we sing? I mean, singing itself is a great gift, and you can see those men enjoying it. Singing is a beautiful way of expressing ourselves. Singing is quite a good way of remembering things, actually. How many kids have learnt to, to say the alphabet by singing a, B, C, D, E, F, G, and so on. Singing is a great gift of God to humanity. People who study these things say that it accesses parts of our brain that nothing else accesses. And as you think about the way we're built, singing connects up a whole lot of the parts of who we are in ways that nothing else can. It joins together our body and our mind and our soul. And on a happy day, well, it's just a way of getting that joy out. On a sad day, it can be so cathartic to find a, a song that just makes you cry. Singing is a great gift to the human race, but it's more than an individual thing. I, I love what this uh, Scottish politician once said. It, it, it has this amazing ability to bring people together. So he said, let me write the songs of a nation and I, not, I care not who writes its laws. It was Andrew Fletcher way back in the 1700s. So why do we sing in church? I mean, if we get an answer to that question, it'll also help us work out how to sing, what we sing about. But why do we sing in church? Well, I've got five reasons to quickly go through with you. And I'm sure there are plenty of more reasons. And in fact, the first reason is a good enough reason. Uh, God actually tells us to. That's the first one. God tells us to sing. So in James 5 verse 13 it says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. There's a fuller instruction in Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 where it says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. It's worth just dwelling on that instruction for a moment. I suppose the obvious thing about singing in church 
is we lift our hearts to God in praise. There is a, a vertical dimension, if you like, to our singing. But there's also a horizontal dimension. Do you notice that there in the, the one another language? Teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through, through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. We teach and admonish one another. In some ways, we do together what I'm doing now in teaching and admonishing. But we do it to one another as we sing. That's one of the reasons why the words we use in our songs are so important. It's so important that they're clear, that we understand them. But even more than that, that they clearly and understandably express the truths of the scriptures in psalms and hymns and, and spiritual songs. But the words are so important that I've worked out why I'm really encouraged sometimes by people who aren't really very good singers. It's because I know them and I know the heart and the conviction that drives their singing. And even though they might only have one note, I, I am so encouraged by their heart and by their conviction. There is this vertical dimension to our song together and there's a, a one another, a horizontal dimension. So part of the reason why we sing is because God tells us to. It's, it's good for us. It's right for us. There's the other reasons, I, I think, which, which show us why God tells us to. The second reason I've got, you is, got for you is because we've got so much to sing about. Just think about the things we've heard in these stories of grace over the last three weeks, and we've got a couple more weeks coming up. Stories of grace from here at St Matthew's, but especially from the Scriptures. We've heard of Abraham and the way that God chose Abraham, not because he was anyone special really, but just because he loved him and because he had a gracious plan through Abraham and through the descendants of Abraham, one in particular, to bring blessing to people everywhere. Or the story of grace, the gracious rescue of the prostitute Rahab. A beautiful story which shows that no one is beyond the reach of God's grace. Well, God's gracious dealing, we saw this last week with Mary Magdalene. Her life transformed, a, a destitute woman on the margins of society, transformed by his grace. A beautiful story. See, if the Dostoevskys can sing just because they love singing, how much more reason do we have to come together and to sing God's praises to one another? A God who we know as the God of grace. The Bible is so full of the stories of his grace. We have so much to sing about and one of the great things the Bible brings to us is right in the middle there's 150 psalms. And we've had a couple of them read this morning. So our third reason I'm going to bring to you from Psalm 98. Why do we sing? We sing because God graciously saves people like us. Psalm 98 is one of the many psalms which urge us to sing exuberantly to God, like we have this morning. It uses language from the Exodus, actually, where God rescues his people from slavery. When it says in verse 1, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. And it's a new song because nothing like the Exodus had ever happened before. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvellous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. This is actually a song for all of us, and not, not only those who were rescued by God from Egypt. Because this song is a song that's part of the story, about part of the story, through which God brings salvation for all people. And so, I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't get it on the screen, but verse 3 says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. By the way, you notice the encouragement there for those of you who don't feel like you're very good singers. It says, make a joyful noise. It doesn't have to be beautiful but to come from your heart. And why wouldn't you sing from your heart, even if you've only got one note? Because God graciously saves us. So it says uh, in, in verse 5, sing praises to the Lord with all kind of instruments, with the lyre with the, uh, and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. 
because of his gracious salvation. We sing exuberant songs. We wish, as we sang earlier, for a thousand tongues to sing his praise. But something we've already seen this morning is it's not just exuberant songs that we sing as we come together. We don't always feel joyful. And so along with those, those psalms of praise, there are songs of lament in amongst the psalms and some of them are the most beautiful songs you'll find anywhere. Psalm 13 is one of them. Why do we sing praises to God? Well, for all sorts of reasons. But another reason is because he graciously listens to us. Sometimes we're in grief. Sometimes we have some other kind of heartache. Sometimes it's our body which is just growing weary. Or maybe we've got a lot of pain and we don't feel very joyful. But some of the best psalms are these sad laments like Psalm 13. Where we're given words which we may not have thought were okay to say to God. Like in verse 1 where it says, How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? You can actually talk to God like that because he graciously listens to us. You can talk to God like that and call out to him for help. Actually, I was reading through Chronicles, two Chronicles yesterday, and Jehoshaphat, at one point in this beautiful prayer, he says, We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Our eyes are on you. And so verse 3 says, Look on me and answer, Lord my God, give light to my eyes. But a psalm like Psalm 13 teaches us to look beyond ourselves to God and even to move through lament to praise because we can trust God, even if we don't know what he's doing or why he's doing it. We can trust that God has us in his hands. So verses 5 and 6 say, But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praises, for he has been good to me. Now, there are plenty of reasons why we sing in church. Many more I could give you today, but there's one that I want to finish with for us this morning. Why do we sing in church? Well, one of the really good reasons we sing together in church is because the songs we sing, the songs we sing in praise of our great God, are, are songs which express our unity in Christ. They actually express our unity and build our unity as we express our unity together. I think it's a bit like what happens at this time of year when your football team wins. Okay? It's up there. I put, I put two photos in, in, the, um, uh, in the, the slideshow this morning. I'm sad to say we couldn't put the Swans one up, up there. Um, Swan supporters are singing miserable songs today. See, what, what happens when we see grown men looking one another in the eye without any of the influence of alcohol and singing with gusto? What's going on there? Well... It's not, the, it's not the quality of the song. <laughs> the, the, um, the, the songs of the AFL teams, I think, are, are just dreadful, actually, in terms of lyrically. And musically, they're awful. But these guys love singing them. And you see Melbourneites just shedding tears as they sing these songs. Because it, it gives them a chance to express who they are together, even though the words are frankly nonsense. How much better can we do? See, that's something that builds their unity. It, it, it tightens them together. The, the, the things, though, that unite us are, are so much bigger than that. Transcending football, transcending even just the joy of singing, which gets the dusty eskies out of bed. We have the words of eternal life when we come together here. Our songs give us a chance to express the joy and the delight of knowing our gracious God. We, we have so many reasons to sing. It's as we let the word of God dwell richly in us that this happens and that our unity is not only expressed, but it's built. That's why even if this tune might not be your favourite one, you're going to have a go at singing it because it's our song. 
And even if the words may not be so familiar for you, you'll, you'll learn these songs, and we often repeat our songs. They're our songs, and we love coming together to sing God's praises and to encourage one another as we stand together and sing together. So we're going to hear one more item from our music team, and then we get a chance to sing Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven.
please take a seat. Uh, just to let you know and remind you that next weekend, long weekend, daylight savings kicks in. So you get an hour's less sleep. I think that's right, isn't it? Yep. So if you want to be here for singing at eight next week, um, it'll take a bit of extra, extra work. Well, um, we didn't, didn't have lyres here this morning or trumpets, but we have had an organ. We've had lots of voices. I'd like on your behalf to say how much we thank God for, for Mark and for the team, uh, for the way that they serve us each week and for the, the way they've served us this morning. It's wonderful that we have such a beautiful organ and uh, such talented musicians and such servant-hearted musicians who, who do serve us so well. Uh, well, we have plenty of reasons to sing, don't we? To come together, to lift our voices together. Uh, God instructs us to. Uh, we've got so much to sing about. He's a gracious God who loves us, who listens to us. And as we come together, we encourage each other. We build and we express our unity so praise God for giving us voices. Praise God for giving us such great stuff to sing about and to sing to each other. Uh, we're serving morning tea across the courtyard. Uh, out in the courtyard also, you'll see the, the, um, the African markets are getting set up. They'll open at 10 o'clock if you want to be a part of that. We've also got the AfroFest team with us for our jazz services starting at 10 and 5 and 6.30 later in the day. So do come back uh, for them. Uh, bring others with you as well. But as we close, let's entrust one another to God's care. Vicky, have we got this on the screen? Yes, let's pray this together, a prayer of dedication. Eternal God and Father, by whose power we are created and by whose love we are redeemed, guide and strengthen us by your spirit that we may give ourselves to your service and live this week in love to one another and to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.